We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Outside the through door, he'll get the flyby. Three on the way, and he rattles it in. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough step back, gets up the shot, banks it in. This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up, and welcome to the Uncontested podcast. Bit of a different episode for you guys today, as I am rocking a solo pod. I'm your host, Jacob Niffin. We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. Solo pod tonight, like I mentioned, a lot of the guys uh, had prior engagements, weren't able to make it tonight. I'm actually rocking the solo uh, flu game pod here. Your boy tested positive for COVID this past Monday. So I've been off of work, sitting around the house, feeling pretty good. So knock on wood that that stays the same. Um, But feeling good enough to record a podcast. I'm not doing this one on the live stream. So if this pops up in your podcast feed and you're wondering, did I miss the the live feed notification? Did I not get to watch it live? I'm just not doing this one live. I'm doing my best to, to get this one out there solo with COVID. So... No live stream tonight, but a few programming notes. Um, We will be back with you guys again Sunday, 9 p.m. Central Time for another episode, so make sure you join us live then. Also, new uncontested stickers have officially arrived. Uh, These ones are not holographic, but they are still freaking awesome. Uh, You can see them on all of our social channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc. If you want one of these bad boys, it's super simple. All you got to do... Go drop a five-star rating on our podcast. Write a little write a little note. Say something nice about us. Screenshot that and DM it to us on any of our social accounts along with your mailing address. And I will package one of these new stickers up and get them out the door and to you. Uh, these ones are really cool. I'm really excited. So uh, make sure you guys go drop a five-star rating. Write a little blurb and... DM it to us so we can get you a brand new uncontested sticker. These ones literally just came in uh, like three or four hours ago. So hot off the presses. With that being said, let's dive into the episode. Not a whole lot 
of Thunder content to talk about. I don't really want to dive into the Robert Sarver Phoenix Suns debacle. Um, I, I'm not well versed enough in all the ins and outs and the intricacies of that. So I'm not going to dive into that today. Um, some Suns related news though. Zach Lowe on his ESPN podcast, The Low Post, uh, did an episode a couple of days ago, I think, where he talked about the Phoenix Suns at length, talked about how he thinks they will eventually make a big trade. And one player he mentioned as a type of guard they could go after, he threw out Shea Gilgis-Alexander's name. Once again, this leads to a bunch of speculation. Are the Thunder going to trade Shea? What's going to happen? Is he on the trading block? Why do so many people talk about him as a trade candidate? For what it's worth, though, Lowe did mention that this one was kind of a... Why can't the Phoenix Suns be the team that throws in an all-in package for Shea? He mentioned something like four picks, three swaps, uh, young guys, etc., etc. But his... He prefaced it and then and then followed up with, this one is not likely, but I love the fit type of idea. So I don't think Zach is, you know, reporting anything that, that Shea is available, that the Thunder have talked about trading Shea, anything like that at all. I think it's more just kind of what us fans do when we look around. Like, for instance, whenever I say, I'd love for the Thunder to go trade for Jalen Brown, right? Doesn't mean Jalen Brown's available. Doesn't mean those talks have happened. Just means that we think that it would be a good fit and a good idea. But enough talk about trading Shea and yada, yada, yada. We're going to hear enough of that. We've already heard enough of it. We're only going to hear more of it as the season goes on. Instead, I decided for tonight, and this episode probably won't be a super long one, um, but I decided for tonight that what would be fun to do on Sunday's episode, we drafted the... 2022 NBA West All-Stars. In an effort to see, does Shea Gilgis-Alexander make the cut? Is Shea going to be an All-Star this year? So for tonight's episode, I wanted to do the same sort of exercise, but instead of drafting All-Stars, this time I want to draft the two All-Rookie teams to see if the Thunder get one or maybe more people on the All-Rookie team this season. So the all-rookie team, a little bit different voting than all-star team or all-NBA. All-rookie team is that it does not have a delineation between positions. It doesn't matter if you're a guard, a forward, a center, front court, back court, etc. It's just top five rookies and then the next five rookies uh, based off voting. They're if you don't put a center on the list, then so be it. If you don't put a, a point guard on the list, then so be it. None of that really matters. So I wanted to take some time and go through, after kind of watching these rookies all throughout the uh, like the, the pre-draft process and then seeing them in summer league up close and personal, talk about who I think the two all-rookie teams will be and see if we can get somebody from the Thunder on one of those all-rookie teams. For reference, last season, our all-rookie teams, the 10 guys, we had Cade Cunningham, pick number one, Jalen Green, who was picked number two, Evan Mobley, who was picked number three, Scotty Barnes, who was picked number four, Josh Giddy, who was picked number five, Franz Wagner, who was picked number eight. Uh, then we had Chris Duarte, who was picked 13. After that, you have to go down the list quite a bit because the the three guys left 
Bones Highland, Herb Jones, and Io Desunmu. Um, Bones Highland was selected, I have it right here, pick 26. Uh, Herb Jones was pick 35, and Io Desunmu was pick 38. So seven out of the 10 were lottery guys. And then uh, eight of the 10 were first round guys. And then only two of the 10 were second round guys. So kind of keeping that in mind as we look at this year's draft class and who we think might end up as an all-rookie player. Um, Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with injuries and all that type of stuff. Uh, I think we would all agree that Chet Holmgren would have been uh, all-rookie, probably all-rookie first team, probably a very strong candidate for rookie of the year had he not gotten injured. Uh, But he is injured, so we are not including him on this list because, quite frankly, he's not going to make an all-rookie team, right? So kind of in keeping those things in mind, let's go through all of the lottery from this year and kind of decide yes or no on if they are going to be on an all-rookie team and then see where we're at after that and then make our final selections. So we'll just start the top, obviously. Paulo Bancaro, number one overall. I think Paulo is going to be... First team, all rookie. He's probably going to win rookie of the year. He just looked so like much more advanced than almost everybody at Summer League this year. The thing that a lot of people talked about, the thing that stuck out the most, was just the passing, the playmaking. For a guy that's 6'10", like 250, to be able to really have the vision of like a point guard. Really impressive. I think he's going to get easy buckets. I think the shot is going to continue to to progress. Uh, he's going to have to buy in defensively day in and day out. Uh, he didn't really do that at Duke. But Paulo, absolute lock for me. Uh, so we already have one guy on the all-rookie team. We need nine more to go. Obviously, we're skipping Chet. Going on to number three, Jabari Smith Jr. out of Auburn playing in Houston. Maybe surprising. I'm leaving him off the list. Um, Jabari Smith Jr. defensively, I think, looked really good at Summer League. But I just question his offensive game. He really can't dribble the ball. He can't really create for himself at all. Uh, I think that is a very big problem for him. Something he's going to have to work on. And on a team in Houston that has guys like Jalen Green... Um, and others who are really just kind of out for their own. Uh, these like ball dominant ISO style guards, Josh Christopher, another one. I just wonder where his opportunities are going to come from. If he's going to get set up, uh, and get easy looks at the basket and, and be able to get that jumper going. I could see Jabari Smith Jr. Definitely having like an underwhelming year. So I am actually going to leave Jabari Smith Jr. Off the all-rookie team. Let's go to pick number four, Keegan Murray out of Iowa playing in Sacramento. Keegan is a guy that I do have on an all-rookie team. Uh, Another big guy, not as big as Paulo, but just an absolute bucket getter. I don't know if Keegan is going to create his own shot a whole heck of a lot. I think he's going to try defensively. I don't know how great of a defender he's going to be at the NBA level. Uh, But just his shot making, his offensive versatility, I think playing out there in Sacramento, playing off of guys like DeMontis Sabonis, Davion Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, I think Keegan will get looks. I think he will score a lot of points. I think he's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, And and I have him definitely as an all-rookie guy this year. 
Next on the list is another fun one. Jaden Ivey at number five playing in Detroit. I could see Jaden definitely being all rookie as well. Just the explosiveness. We didn't get to see much of him at Summer League because he got injured in that second game. I think he rolled an ankle, if I recall correctly. But the first game really put up some impressive statistics. You could tell that he had really worked on his jump shot and just stood out as an athlete on a floor that is nothing but high-level athletes. He he really popped. I think the pairing of Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham in that backcourt and then you have guys like Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, et cetera, et cetera, in that front court. Um, I, I think Jaden is going to fit in really well. I think he's going to get a ton of opportunity. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. He's got to work on his defense, but I think the athleticism is going to pop. Um, I think he's going to help Detroit win a few games, and I think he's going to turn some heads and definitely be uh, on the all-rookie team this year. I think that's that's a very safe assumption to make. Our next guy, in a kind of a string of fun players here, we have Benedict Matherin out of Arizona playing in Indiana. I think Ben Math will be all rookie as well. Really athletic guy. Um, you know, he came out as a sophomore, same as Jaden Ivey. So he got a little more experience under his belt, a little more maturity. I think he did some really good stuff at Summer League, scored the ball very efficiently. Just looks like an NBA guy athletically, the the length. Um I don't think Indiana is going to be great this year. I don't think they're going to tank either, though. I think they're going to be kind of this like middling, probably end at like 11 or 12 in the East. They're not going to be good enough to make the the play in, but they're not going to be bad enough to bottom out. They don't want to bottom out, it doesn't seem like. And when you have guys like Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Miles Turner, etc., they kind of have this infrastructure to be a okay team. Um, I don't think Ben Matherin pushes them over the hump yet, but I do think he's going to flash a lot of stuff this rookie year. Uh, and so for that reason, I have him as an all-rookie guy. So that makes our list so far. Paulo, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, Ben Matherin. We're already at four, only six more to go, and we've only made it to number six in the lottery. This means at some point, I got to stop putting guys on the all-rookie team and we're going to have way too many players. I think that starts here at seven with Shaden Sharp in Portland. Just, I think he's too green. Um, hasn't played competitive basketball in, in however long now. Uh, got injured within the first four minutes of summer league. Not that that means anything. Um, he, he should be ready to go and good for training camp and whatnot. I just think Portland is a team that has added some veterans. They want a chance to go win basketball games. Shane Sharp, while gifted and very athletic, I just don't think has the chops right now. I think it's going to take him a long time to kind of get up to speed, to get up to speed of the NBA game, to get back in the competitive nature of like NBA basketball or college basketball. Didn't play either of those yet. Um, I could see him out of the rotation for for chunks of the year in Portland. Uh, so I'm leaving Shane Sharp off the list. He will not be an all-rookie. On to the next guy on the list would be Dyson Daniels, number eight in New Orleans. I'm also going to leave Dyson off the all-rookie team as well. He got some good experience with the NBA G League Ignite team last year. Uh, a very adept passer, uh, a really big kid as well. Can play like probably the three. Um, but once more, I think that New Orleans is a team that's going to be looking to make a push this year. Uh, when you look at the New Orleans Pelicans roster, 
they just have a lot of guys to fill that role. Guys like Herb Jones, um, Jose Alvarado, CJ McCollum, uh, Brandon Ingram can slide down to like the three. Uh, you have like Devontae Graham, Trey Murphy. Uh, they just have lots of guys. I wonder if Dyson has trouble kind of breaking into that rotation permanently for a team that really wants to go out and win basketball games this year. So I'm going to leave Dyson off the list as well. So that's going to bring us to pick number nine, which was Jeremy Sohan out of Baylor going to the San Antonio Spurs. This one is an interesting one for me because we didn't get to watch Jeremy at Summer League. Uh, He had missed Summer League training camp because of COVID and so didn't get a chance to play. When you look at their roster, you got guys like Keldon Johnson, Jakob Pertl, um, Josh Primo, uh, Blake Wesley, Devin Vassell, Doug McDermott, Malachi Branham. Uh, They picked up Isaiah Roby from the Thunder. They got Zach Collins, Kata Beats, Kata Bates Diop, there we go, um, Joe Weiskamp. They have a lot of guys that kind of fit that spot that Sohan would play. Um, and it's going to be kind of be a question of how Greg Popovich approaches this season as far as does he play guys like Doug McDermott a whole bunch because those are like the vets and the guys that can help promote winning basketball. Or does he play the young guys a lot? Uh, and how good will Sohan be? We know that offensively he struggles defensively he's a nightmare uh, but offensively especially like shooting the ball he really struggles uh, so I am going to choose to leave him off the list as well I think he'll definitely play I think he will be good but I don't think Sohan makes the all rookie NBA team um, so let's go on to pick number 10 which was Johnny Davis out of Washington or out of Wisconsin going to Washington going to the Wizards He's not going to be an uh, an all-rookie. He struggled mightily in Summer League. Uh, He struggled athletically. He struggled finishing. He struggled scoring. Kind of just looked like the game was a little too fast and guys were too big and too strong. And that can change and it'll slow down for him, definitely. But I don't know if he gets a ton of minutes in Washington. They made a trade to kind of shore up their, their point guard spot for this year. He's probably not going to play much at the two over Bradley Beal. And just the struggles that I saw from him in Summer League, maybe over the course of the season, he starts getting more comfortable and and starts to get his feet under him. I just, I think he's going to struggle his rookie year. So I don't see him making it. So we're through the first 10. And our guys on the all-rookie team are Paulo Bancaro, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, Ben Matherin. That's four. And we're all the way down to pick 11 which is Usman Jang for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't think Usman will make an all-rookie team either. Uh, I think he is just a little too raw. Uh, There's a lot of these bigger wings on OKC that might get an opportunity ahead of him. Um, He struggled a lot in Summer League as well, especially with his jump shot. Uh, I think the Thunder are going to try to bring him along very slowly, not rush anything. Uh, I I don't see Usman getting the nod there. Uh, let's go on to pick number 12, Jalen Williams, J-Dub out of Santa Clara for the Thunder. Here's number five for our list. I don't know if J-Dub is going to make first team all-rookie, but I think he's going to make an all-rookie team. There's just so many things about him that I think lend to that. He's an older rookie. Uh, he is coming off of his junior year of college. 
So he's much more mature, much more experienced, um, a, a little bit deeper into his game. I think that helps. He's incredibly versatile. We saw that a lot in Summer League. I think that helps a lot. I think he's got the ability to rack up stats. Uh, he can score the ball. He can rebound the ball. He's a really good ball handler. He's going to get some assists. Uh, he's got really long arms. I think he's going to get some steals and some blocks. Uh, if you told me at the end of the year that Jalen Williams, uh, J-Dub, averages like 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, and a steal a game, like I would totally buy that. And I think he is going to impact what Oklahoma City does, especially with Chet Holmgren out. Uh, just more minutes being available across the board. I have Jalen Williams, uh, J-Dub, making an all-rookie team. So we're at five guys now. Let's hit our last two in the lottery. Number 13, Jalen Duran out of Memphis. He's playing for the Detroit Pistons. Let's go ahead and put Jalen on there. I think Lob City for him with Cade Cunningham, uh, with Jaden Ivey. Uh, Isaiah Stewart is good. Maybe he'll play next to Isaiah Stewart uh, in the NBA. He did that in Summer League. But just a freak athlete, super young, but I think his body is kind of built for the NBA. I think he's going to get a lot of blocked shots. Uh, I think his stats will help him. If Detroit has a decent year by their standards, uh, I think Jalen Duran could definitely make it. He just, he looks like a grown man. Whenever we were out in Vegas watching this kid play, I mean, he is just freaking huge. He's not going to have any adjustment period, I don't think, with adjusting to the size of the NBA so we'll put Jalen Duran in there, which makes six. And then our last lottery pick, Ochai Ogbaji uh, out of Kansas. He got drafted by Cleveland, but got traded in the Donovan Mitchell trade. He's out in Utah now. He's a good role player. He's an older guy. He played all four years at college. Good three-point shooter. I just don't see him making an all-rookie team. I don't see Utah being any good. Um, and I think Ochai doesn't have like huge upside. I think he is a floor raiser, not a ceiling raiser. Uh, so I'm going to leave Ochai Ogbaji off the list. So through the lottery, I've got six guys on the all-rookie team. It means we need to add four more who are outside of the lottery. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm not going to go through player by player now. I'm just going to pick some guys and talk about them. The first one on my list, pick number 17, Tari Eason. Watched him play a ton in Summer League. We left his teammate, Jabari Smith Jr. off. I think Tari will make it. Tari just plays like a freaking madman. And I think he, I think it was Silva out at Summer League who said Tari Eason is like a grown-up Patrick Beverly, like a 6'8 Patrick Beverly. It's exactly how he plays. The jump shot's not pretty, but the dude is just all over the place. He is lightning in a bottle. He is just kinetic energy bundled up into a, a basketball player. He does a lot of stuff. I would not be surprised at all to see Tari Eason make the all-rookie team and and really just force his way to play a ton of minutes for the Houston Rockets. Um, he could even play some five in some small ball lineups. I just think that, I don't know how great of a pro he's going to be like for his career. Like, will he be a starter for his career? Is he going to be like a six man or like an energy bench guy? I don't really know, but I could definitely see him making an all rookie team just because I think whenever he gets on the court, things happen. After him, uh, guys like Christian Brown, playing for Denver, intrigued me, but Denver's like trying to win a title this year. So I'm not going to take Christian Brown. I'm going to take pick number 25, Blake Wesley out of Notre Dame. He's going to be playing for the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs don't have many guards, right? Josh Primo, I think, is going to get some time. I don't know how great Josh Primo is going to be. Um, Josh Richardson can play the two. Uh, I don't think Romeo Langford's getting a ton of opportunity Devin Vassell can play the two. Um, I just kind of like Blake Wesley, and and he's a gunner for sure. I think he's going to have some high-scoring games. I think he's going to have some crazy, inefficient games. But I'll take Blake Wesley as guy number eight for this list, uh, which leaves us two more to pick before we have all the all-rookie team. And I think the next guy I'm going to go with, this gets kind of hard down here towards the end, but I think my next guy I'm going to go with uh, is... Pick number 37 overall for the Dallas Mavericks, Jaden Hardy out of the G League Ignite. Jaden Hardy is just a, a walking freaking bucket. Uh, he is a gunner. He's not super efficient, but he's just kind of a spark plug bucket getter. With Dallas losing Jalen Brunson, I don't think Jaden Hardy fills the J- the Jalen Brunson role, but I think he could help fill that scoring, especially off the bench. Uh, I think people are going to fall in love with him because they're going to be like, oh my God, he's the next big thing because there's going to be games where he scores a ton. Um, He's going to have more of a role, I think, of like a, just a bench gunner, kind of like a Jordan Clarkson in a way. Uh, but I think he's ready to come in and just get buckets. So I- I'll put Jaden Hardy on the list at nine. That means I've got to make a choice at number 10. Oh, this is a difficult one. We could go back to the first round and take a guy like Ty Ty Washington. Uh, I don't really want to do that. Um, 
you know, is it like a Jake LaRavia uh, who's going to be playing for the Memphis Grizzlies? Uh, is it an A.J. Griffin who have we yet to see play yet? Um, is it a Trevor Keels, uh, uh, basically a Lou Dort clone for the New York Knicks? Um, I have a hard time seeing the Knicks getting an all-rookie considering that Tom Thibodeau is still their coach. So lots of options here. Uh, kind of difficult to to make a decision, but I think I will go Nikola Jovic, number, pick number 27 overall, dipping back in the first round. He's playing for the Miami Heat, six foot ten guy. He's a knockdown three point shooter. Um, he's got a little bit of sauce, uh, some flash to him. Struggles defensively, but I think if you put him with those other guys in Miami, uh, he can really find his footing and they can cover up for him. You know, if you flank him with guys like Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Also, it seemed like the Miami Heat were kind of done with Duncan Robinson towards the end of last year. So if you slide Nikola Jovic in there, he can kind of take over that spot. Um, so this is kind of my shot in the dark, who the hell knows type of guess. Uh, but I'll take Nikola Jovic here as my last guy. So my 10 all-rookie players this year, uh, not in any order. I don't know who will be first team, who will be second team. But we've got Paulo Bancaro, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, Ben Matherin, Jalen Williams, J-Dub, uh, we have Jalen Duran, Tari Eason. Where's my list? Uh, Nikola Jovic, Blake Wesley, and Jaden Hardy. So I think that's that's a good list. I I, I kind of like that. Um, we will see how this looks and how much of an idiot I look like at the end of the season. So we'll hang out and wait for that. Uh, but with that, guys, um, I told you this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, I've had to pause like 50 times and get like a drink because my throat is dry and I've got this nasty cough going on now. So we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Uncontested. I really, really appreciate it. Basketball is back really soon, folks. I mean, we've got like three weeks until we have Thunder preseason games. It is almost here. So keep it tuned to The Uncontested. The only show where we have a post-game pod after every game. Weekly shows on Sundays. We'll still be doing Wednesdays and Sundays up until we start getting preseason games, at which point we'll switch over to our our season schedule, which is post-games after every single show, or after every single game, I'm sorry. Make sure to go drop a five-star rating, write a little blurb so we can send you a free uncontested sticker. You can see what they look like on all the uncontested social channels, so do that. You guys have a great rest of your week. We will talk to you soon. Until then, and as always, Thunder Up! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.